Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to As a Woman, episode 66. Top questions for your fertility doctor. In this episode, I'm breaking down what you need to ask your doctor or clinic before you get started on this journey. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community, fostering collaboration over competition while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. So today is Sunday. April 19th, and we are kicking off National Infertility Awareness Week. Now, I know every disease, every organization has their own weeks or advocacy days, but NIAW has always been really important to me. I remember starting my Instagram account four years ago. I'm ancient now, and infertility was so taboo. Nobody talked about it. Everybody used fake little names. Nobody would show their picture or tell who they are, who they were, or their real story. There was very little on social media talking about infertility, your body, what this struggle could be like. And at the time, I was a fellow. I was ending my fellowship, and I had just gone through infertility myself and pregnancy loss, and I felt so alone during that time. I was a doctor, and I would scour the internet trying to go into forums or groups and learn what people were doing or how they were getting through this. That's insane to me. But it really gave me perspective that even as an educated woman, I did not know what the journey ahead would look like. And I did not know what this was going to be. And so that really fueled a passion inside of me to help change the conversation and share my story and share what I have worked years and years, this knowledge that I have and how I approach patient care with all of you. Because my life's calling is really to help you guys, to help every single woman out there understand her body better and make choices that are right for her and navigate these crazy waters of infertility. But how timely that NIAW is happening this year, I mean, it's always in April, But this year is like right in the middle of coronavirus. So fertility treatments are on pause all over the place. This is such a time of challenge and waiting. And I am very inspired by seeing the fertility community come together right now because there's been a lot of divide and people feel very strongly about their opinions. But seeing some of these collaborations between patients and advocates and celebrities and doctors, anyways, it's really inspiring to me. So I'm going to dive into this video, but before that, I'm going to give a little call to action for NIAW if you want to know what's all going. There's tons going on this week, but you can know what's going on this week with me. So if you're listening to this in real time, it's Sunday, April 19th, 
There's going to be a group Peloton ride at 5 p.m. Eastern. You can go to my Instagram stories, Natalie Crawford MD, to get the hashtag and how to follow everybody. But that will be super fun. Then tomorrow, so on Monday, we are going, oh, first I'm going to post the dang sweetest embryo video uh, from Fab Fertility and the Fertility Rally team. It's all about embryos. It's going to make you sob. But also on Monday, I have a YouTube video dropping on optimizing or improving natural fertility. So that's been a highly asked for topic. On Tuesday, I'm going to do an Instagram live. All these fertility questions I get all the time. I love you guys so, 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 so much for asking them. Love it. So that will be Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, so 4 p.m. Central. So save that. Wednesday, going to be talking about supporting people on their journey. So that'll be a good option to talk about because that's huge in this advocacy journey and part of breaking down the barriers and the stigma. Thursday, oh my gosh, friends, Thursday, we have like the most exciting thing, huge collaboration from this community. It's going to be posted on YouTube at 7 p.m. Eastern Thursday night, and you're not going to want to miss it. So, oh my gosh, stay tuned for that. I cannot wait. And then Friday, dropping a YouTube video on top acronyms for the fertility lingo, and that's going to be super cute too. Here's the thing. Maybe you listen to this podcast because you're a fertility warrior. I love you. You are what I'm here for. So please come out of the shadows and share your story or share others' stories or send lots of love and likes and support to this community this week. Maybe you follow me because you're interested in my job or you're a woman in medicine or you just like the other things I talk about. Yay, I love you. But please take this opportunity to share some of this fertility knowledge and awareness with your own community. We each have our own communities and you don't have to have tens of thousands of followers to be very impactful. Sharing and talking about infertility is the number one thing we can do to break down the barrier. Okay, so let's dive into what this video is about and that is the top questions you should ask your fertility doctor or clinic. This is really important. I tell people all the time, and I'm telling you if you haven't heard it, that choosing a doctor or a clinic especially a doctor, that's a personal relationship. You need somebody who is going to be on the journey with you. And they have to be the right person because we all have different styles. We all learn the same stuff, but we practice it differently. We treat patients differently. We communicate differently. And our clinics have different ways that they do things. And this may change or impact your entire experience. I've been in the unique position of changing clinics in town, and I watched a large portion of my patients follow me, and that is a humbling, humbling statement. People are willing to travel to a new place, move their embryos or eggs or sperm to see you, meaning they are valuing you, the doctor, over their clinic, and that's huge. But it also gave me a lot of insight about how clinics run and different things that are doing. Because when you're in training, you don't think about this. So you're a little fertility fellow. You're just marching along. You don't think about how different practices run and how those things impact the patients. Then you get a job and you start to realize it, how sometimes you can do your best. But if something in the clinic isn't what that patient needs, it's not good enough. So really, when you're looking for a doctor, you're looking for a doctor and for a clinic. And I tell everybody there is no shame in the game of leaving. 
If a place is not right for you, if you're not getting what you need, leave. But don't make the mistake of choosing convenience or cost over communication and relationships. Because if you say, oh, well, this clinic is next door to my house, so I'm going to go there. That's fine to start. That's fine. You have to pick somewhere. But if you're not getting what you need from that place, don't just stay there. It's very interesting because I've had patients reach out to me over and over again. Not my patients, but those who said, I just didn't feel like I could leave a clinic or I felt like I'd already invested so much into this thing that to leave and to start over felt like too big of a burden. And so they stayed in an environment that wasn't suiting them and giving them what they needed. And it made a hard situation, which is infertility, even worse because they felt alone and isolated. So we'll take the moral of that story is find a clinic that suits you earlier in the journey. And that will be one of the best things you can do to advocate for yourself. Okay, so I'm gonna dive into the top things to ask. Number one, how do you communicate with your patients? That's a really important question. Are you getting phone calls? Can you email somebody? Is there a portal? How can you talk to your doctor? Can you not talk to them at all? Do they give you your cell phone? Can you text? Is there an after-hours call line? How do you communicate and how do they? I love email because I can't always answer the phone. I've got little kids that can be tough at times. But if you email me, then we can set up a time to talk. Or if it's easy, I can email you back. That works really well for me. But for a doctor who doesn't email, that email wouldn't get a response. Some clinics have portals, so you can go through the portal Maybe it gets screened by a nurse. Maybe you can't get a hold of your doctor. Maybe there's no email, no cell phone, no portal, and everything has to go through the nurse. I am not saying one is better than the other. You know you. You know how you communicate. How does your clinic communicate? If you hate talking on the phone and all they do is talk on the phone, is that going to work? Are you going to get what you need out of that relationship? So number one, and what I think is the most important thing, is how do they communicate? Number two is how is the clinic structured? You can find basic information on the website. Oh, there's three doctors and ex-nurses or whatever, but who do you see for what? And are there teams or, or, or not? So what that means is I have a team. So when you come to see me, Team Crawford, I've got a patient advocate. She schedules and does financial counseling. And I have a nurse who does calendars and lab review and all of that. And they work for my patients. Yes, we, we work for everybody's patients in our practice, but specifically, my patients are going to go right there. That means you know who to contact. You're not just calling a nursing line. You're contacting your nurse. Some practices have just a pot of nurses and a pot of doctors, and the nurses divvy up the work in a variety of ways. Maybe it's the alphabet. Maybe it's the cycle type. Maybe it's first come, first serve. But how... Do you have a certain nurse who's yours or are all the nurses yours? Again, one way is not better than the other, but making sure that we set expectations that can be met appropriately is key. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Quince. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, but Quince partners directly with top factories 
cutting out the cost of the middleman, passing the saving to us, and only working with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. I personally cannot wait to wear my cute tan linen set this summer. So it's your turn to get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash A-A-W for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash A-A-W to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash A-A-W. Thank you, Quince. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Ritual. Did you know that women were excluded from clinical research policy by federal law until 1993? But women belong in scientific research. They're essential and Ritual knows this. I choose Ritual Multivitamin every day because it is easy to take and I know that I am getting high quality and traceable ingredients in a clean and bioavailable forms. In fact, Ritual conducted a university-led human clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin to assess its efficacy, and the results showed increase in vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com A-A-W. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash A-A-W for 25% off. Thank you, Ritual. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Apostrophe. With the temperatures starting to warm up, I'm so excited the summer is around the corner and getting ready and looking forward to the summer months. But I know that when I'm outside, enjoying nature, I need to pick up supplies to prepare myself for summer adventures. And if you want to get your skin glowing in time for summer, it's time for you to get started with Apostrophe, who is sponsoring this episode. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin. So whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I personally love that you get access to an expert dermatology team, a tailored treatment plan, It's simple to sign up for your first visit, and there is no in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash A-A-W when you use our code A-A-W. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash A-A-W and click get started. Then use the code AAW at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. So understanding how they communicate and with whom you are communicating with, that's going to be essential because these are your people. This is your tribe helping you get through this journey and you need to know who they are and how they're going to help you. Another thing is how do the doctors function? Are there multiple locations? Are there satellite clinics? Does your doctor only work certain days in certain locations? Are procedures only at a main clinic? Will procedures be with your doctor? Will ultrasounds be with your doctor? Will ultrasounds be with a nurse? Will they be with other doctors? Do they have a sonographer? I am not at all saying one way is better than the other. But what I think is that my patients tolerate things poorly, or maybe I'm projecting because I tolerate things poorly, if I don't know what's coming. So if they walk in thinking they're going to have an ultrasound with Dr. Crawford on Monday, 
you guys know I do not work on Monday. So that would be a terrible expectation. You're going to walk in, see a different person, have your expectations not met from the beginning, and that's going to sour the entire experience. So I tell my patients, hey, I don't work on Mondays. If you're ever coming into this office on a Monday, it is not to see me. We share ultrasounds, but only the doctors do them. So nurses aren't doing them, but doctors do. So it'll be me or one of my partners doing your ultrasound for monitoring. We do it that way so you can come in and out. We only do monitoring at the central location so you know where you're going. We also share egg retrievals, but do our own transfers. So if it's going to be an egg retrieval, part of how, why you see everybody during monitoring is so that, and we're small, we're just three. You have seen everybody's face. So if they're the ones walking in to do your egg retrieval, it's not a brand new person. We work really well together. We come up with plans together. I still am way too OCD about your cycle, but I might not physically be the person doing your egg retrieval or doing your ultrasound. But I'm going to do your transfer. There's like a 99% certainty unless it's a certain cycle type and I'm out of town or something happens. But so we divvy up the work and I tell my patients that from the get-go. So here's who you're going to see. Here's how it's going to go. On Mondays, it's not going to be me. And you can understand what this is going to look like. So no matter how your clinic is set up, you just need to make sure that you understand what it is so you can be okay with it. You would hate to be in a big clinic and be expecting to have your doctor do your egg retrieval and then have that let down. Or be in a big clinic and never see your doctor if you weren't aware of that. Maybe it's fine because your doctor is still making plans on the back end and it doesn't matter. You don't, they don't have to do your ultrasound. But if they do, for you to feel comfortable, and that is not going to happen, don't you deserve to know that ahead of time? Also, when will you see your doctor again? So these are kind of questions before treatment. Sometimes your doctor just keeps making plans. They see a cycle, they make the next plan, and you keep going, and the nurse communicates it. Some doctors want to sit down with you after every cycle and make a game plan for the next. That's my style because I'm kind of touchy-feely and I like to control things. And I always say at the end of the day, I can't control your outcome. I try my hardest to control your outcome, but that is not the metric of success that I can use. I can control that you understand what we're doing and why we're doing it and making the decision you feel best with at each moment in time. And to me, we can't do that if we don't talk. But visits cost money. Maybe you don't want to have visits. It's all up to you. But again, when would be the next time we sit down together and go over my treatment? Is it immediately after a cycle? Is it after three cycles? What is the norm at that clinic or with that doctor? What do the weekends look like? That's a fabulous question because fertility care doesn't stop for the weekends. We have one doctor on call, you know, every weekend. So definitely on weekends, it is more likely that you will not see your doctor. And we have an EMR, so we don't have to go hunt down a paper chart. I can look up right away and know everything about you. And we don't do a weekend differential. Some clinics do. And it all depends on the financial structure. So that's another question is financial structure. Do I pay for things a la carte, every ultrasound, every visit? Or is there a package price? This is what an IUI cycle costs. Either way, who can you ask about your financial questions? Is there a dedicated financial person? And does it cost more for you to be seen on the weekend or by different doctors? Because for some clinics, that is the case. And you should know that ahead of time. Not because you don't have to go there. I'm not telling you that that clinic is bad. 
But again, you're sure going to be unhappy if you're walking in and paying more money on Saturday than you did on Friday and you didn't know that was the case. So the devil is in the details. How do you get your lab results? Does a nurse call and go over them? Is this something that is posted to a portal? Do you have a follow-up visit to review them? Do you get them emailed or mailed to you? Every single clinic I've ever been in has done this differently. So I think that's something that you can tell you right from the beginning is that we're all really different on this. So think about how do you get stuff because you don't want to be walking around. I wonder what my AMH is. I've never heard from my clinic. Well, how are you supposed to hear from them? Are you looking for a letter in the snail mail? Are you getting an email? Do you have to call and ask? Is there somewhere to log in? Are you waiting on a phone call? Did you check your voicemail? I mean, I have like 68 voicemails, probably at a minimum, because don't leave me one. I don't check it. I could very well have my AMH result in there. A few other nitty gritty questions is where does stuff happen? Does it all happen within the clinic? Is my IVF lab within the clinic? Is there an operating room within the clinic? Is there a separate surgery center or a separate freestanding lab? Are there different costs because now you're going into a different facility with different people? Will you know who is there? Is that place convenient or close to you or is it in a totally different location? So physically, where does the procedure happen and who is doing said procedure? That's really important to know. Similarly, where are your things stored? Your eggs, embryo, sperm. Are they stored right there on site? Does your clinic store them there for a year and ship them off? And what are your storage fees? Every clinic has storage fees and the numbers can vary by a lot. So what is it going to cost you to keep your eggs, embryos, or sperm there until you're ready to use them again? And the last thing I'm going to say isn't necessarily a question you can ask the clinic, but it's something you can find out rather fast. I'm a believer. You are allowed and you should be your own advocate. I'm not saying it's right. In a perfect world, you don't have to advocate for yourself because your clinic, your doctor, your team is doing it for you. But you should never be felt like you are being minimized for asking questions. You should never be felt that you are a burden for wanting to understand your care. And you should never be put off by that. Yes, visits are scheduled for certain links. So maybe you come in with 58 questions and we have 20 minutes. And I answer what I can, and then I say, hey, we need to schedule a follow-up visit to go over all those. But I shouldn't say, I don't have time to do them, or don't send me those, or those aren't important. You should not be belittled or embarrassed to ask questions. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you need to understand your journey. The worst thing is to be blindfolded and just following the road. You deserve more than that. You owe it to yourself to deserve more than that. And I cannot make that happen for you unless you see me. Then I'm going to work my hardest to make it happen. Yep, you may send me one question. I respond an email. You may send me 38 and we may schedule a follow-up visit. But I love it when you come in with questions. It means you are thinking hard about your goals, your journey, your future, your body. And what is right for you? And if you are made to feel differently by asking questions about your journey, then something is wrong. And you need to really give a true evaluation to is this the right place for you? Because at the end of the day, I already said this once, you need to understand what is going on. And you need to make sure you're making the choices that are right for you. 
Because if this journey ends in the way we don't want it to, you don't want to look back with regret. You want to say you did everything possible. You stand behind those decisions. You trust your care team. And that's right. So ask the questions. Make sure you get your answers. Educate yourself with the resources that you can. That's why this entire podcast and now the YouTube channel exist. And I'm so proud of all the different doctors in this fertility community putting their knowledge out there, trying to be good resources for you to understand your body, your fertility, the very best. And so if something is not right, leave it. That's like the mantra for everything. If something is not fitting you, go. Find something better. Be your own advocate. Empower yourself and empower others. Thank you guys so much for your support. I love you all so much on National Infertility Awareness Week, especially my place in this community. It just is very, very humbling. And I couldn't be more proud to be a representation of your fertility doctors who are working endlessly to try to do the best for all of you. Please feel free to follow along on Instagram at Natalie Crawford MD. Please, please, please go to the YouTube channel, Natalie Crawford MD. You can search it. Subscribe, give a thumbs up. Those things really matter on YouTube and help me amplify that message to spread and share to more women. And follow along for all the NIAW activities and support, collaborations, educational sessions. Share them, participate in them. Donate to Resolve, who is our nonprofit for infertility, providing support and awareness, helping lobby and advocate for change in our legal structure and our laws for fertility and help them do their job the best. Thank you guys so much. Love you tons. 